Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Do you want a deep spiritual connection or a faith-based relationship, but are you getting sick of the guys who claim to have that and then act poorly? Tune in to find out how your spirituality might actually be getting in the way of finding love. You don't have to give up your faith, but you do need to date differently. Hello, and this is for those of you ladies who are faith-based or spiritual and really looking for a connection of someone who has the same beliefs, someone who has the same values. Now, what I find, because I've been through this myself, and a lot of women that I work with have also wanted this deep connection, but what I find is there can be a ton of pitfalls, especially with online dating. And I don't want you to have to go through um, some of the heartbreak that I did. I want to save you all of that time. So if you've ever found that the people that you've dated have said they're spiritual, but then have totally acted out of integrity, and maybe even blamed you for it, or said, like, quit being uptight, or if you've ever found the opposite, that it's been really hard for you to find someone who has the same beliefs or the same faith or the same spiritual you know, outlook on life. Or if you've ever found that someone seems to be aligning with you in that way and then something just kind of falls apart, then I definitely want to talk to you about this topic because it's really challenging in modern life and in modern dating when we don't have this part of our partnership. You know, we can have great physical connection, but if we don't have similar beliefs, then that will probably just fizzle out. You know, we can have a great heart-based connection and feel a lot of love, but if we don't have the same hunger or the same desire to grow um, spiritually or to, you know, live according to our faith, then that can also feel feel like we're not being fully met. You know, back in the day, people would get married just because it was somewhat convenient. You know, you were the same age, maybe your families knew each other, or you lived in the same town, and it just happened that way. But now with online apps and all of these other things, with people moving across the country and taking on so many cool different jobs, there's so much more opportunity and also so much greater desire, right? A desire to really have a partner who meets us. Now, in my view of dating and relationships, having worked with hundreds of women, is that when we look at just the physical up, it's hard to create a sustainable connection. So if you're just looking at the physical connection, I look at it almost like the chakra system. If you're just connecting on the root or the second, it's hard to know if you can get to the upper levels. It's more sustainable, in my experience with all the women that I've worked with, if you do values-based dating or beliefs-based dating, where you know that there's some sort of spiritual or higher connection. I'm putting my hands up here because it's like the crown chakra. Um, And then you can see, okay, well, do we have similar viewpoints, similar visions for our life? Okay, do we have similar, you know, heart, heartfelt intentions, you know, and then, okay, do we have similar integrity? I'm, I'm pointing to my belly to the third chakra, you know, do we have similar um, uh, sense of identity? Do we have a similar sense of integrity? Do we have a similar sense of, of who we are? And then it can go down into the physical, but I'm not, I'm not knocking, of course, like having a physical connection, that's important too, but I find it's more important to start with the spiritual or the, or the faith-based and then have it go from there. But here are the pitfalls, right? And have you ever, if anyone's ever done plenty of fish, hi Daniela and hi Ray, by the way, if you've ever done plenty of fish, like just put it in the chat bar or maybe give me like a thumbs up or something because there are dating sites, Meet Mindful is another one. There are dating sites that are just catered to a certain faith. You know, J-Date is another one. 
But what I found, especially with Plenty of Fish and Meat Mindful, is that it's sometimes lacking in the other parts of their personality or of their life. And so what I mean by that is there's been a lot of women that I've worked with who have been on Plenty of Fish, and there's been a lot of men who claim to be Christian, but who aren't necessarily acting in ways of integrity. So there might be people who claim that they're Christian, um, but then they actually have a wife or there's something shady going on. And I'm not saying that that's always the case, so please take this with a grain of salt. But what I find is sometimes as women, when we when we believe that there's a faith-based connection, we drop our guard a little bit. And that's what I feel very protective of you about is because sometimes we'll think, well, we met on Plenty of Fish and he says he's a Christian, so so everything must be okay. And we can't forget our gut instincts. We can't forget to notice, you know, without being critical, but just notice, do they keep their word? Do they make eye contact? Are they kind of shifty? You know, do they respect me when I set a boundary? Are they trying to get physical right away? Are they trying to make things move really fast? So if someone's trying to make things move really fast, they're talking about marriage within the first week, or they're, you know, sweeping you off your feet, or or all of a sudden staying over five nights of the week and you literally just met, that's normally a red flag. So normally, you know, you want to take the relationship and pace it so that you have time to get to know someone and really see, okay, they might have these beliefs, but are they living them? Are they living those beliefs? And is their life in, in congruence with that? And again, we're not here to judge people. That's not what this is about. But I do feel really strongly that there are people out there who use their faith. A lot of men out there who use their faith as a kind of a way in or a way for a, to get a woman to kind of drop her guard. And you just have to make sure that their faith is the same lived out as yours is. And same with even being spiritual. You know, I find on Meet Mindful, the other app that's just top of mind right now that some of my clients have used is that there might be a men, might be a lot of men who, who are like, oh, I'm really spiritual, but they might not necessarily believe in commitment. They might just want open relationships or polyamorous relationships. And they might think it's, you know, well, if you're spiritual, that that's how you should feel. And and no, not necessarily, you know? And so that's a little pitfall of that app. And I'm not as familiar with JDate, although I do have clients that have met each other through JDate. Um, that feels to be a little more solid to me. But I just wanted to, to come on here and to talk about this topic because A, it's really important. And most women really do want a spiritual or faith-based connection. And B, there can be these pitfalls. Now, the other thing that can happen, which might be a little uncomfortable to think about, but is still important, is ways that we, what I will say, spiritually bypass. So we might be using our spirituality as a way to not look at deeper issues. And this happens a lot of times when a woman is really empathic or really spiritual or really sensitive. It's almost like a moth to the flame drawing in a narcissist. And, and I've dated narcissists and <clears throat> had family members that were like that. But we can be so empathic and so sensitive and so attuned and someone who has more of that tendency, that narcissist tendency, they can fake it for a while, right? Like anyone can fake it for a few weeks and then you start to feel their start to feel, start to see their true colors. And that's also why it's important to go slow and to pace things and really see how do I feel with this person over time? You know, are there things that just don't add up? Do I feel uncomfortable? Do I feel like I have to walk on eggshells? Because I think there's something about the empath and the narcissist, that combination that, that sometimes just happens. It's almost like the narcissist wants what the empath has. They want to be able to actually feel and feel connected. And the empath wants to have that level of confidence and charm and, you know, all of those things that the narcissist tends to have. But we oftentimes as, as more empathic women will have these blinders on like, oh, it feels good. He really sees me. He really gets me. He's sweeping me off my feet. Like, oh, 
thank you, I've been heartbroken so many times, but it can be then this slippery slope where we get emotionally entangled with someone and then it's harder to back out because we feel like we've already given our heart. So for those of you who are more empathic or more sensitive, it's not that I want you to guard your heart, but I want you to be really, really, really connected to yourself, to the present moment, to your body sensations, and do not get swapped off of your feet so quickly that you don't actually see the truth of what's going on in the other person. And this also means really setting healthy boundaries. You know, a narcissist over time will not be able to respect boundaries. And so it's really important as an empath, even if you love and feel and want to care for them and want to mother them or, or have, you know, a resonance with what they're sharing, like really setting firm, energetic and emotional boundaries are so important. And you know, there's a, there's a big problem with not doing that because then we can keep attracting men who either have the narcissistic tendencies or men who really um, claim to have like a certain belief system or certain faith, but then they're not, they're not living it. And that's, that's not as sustainable. You know, after I dated, I'll call the narcissist, but after I dated a guy where, where we were really challenged in that way, I went through a lot of soul searching and I realized that the main thing I was looking for was integrity. So alignment between what they said and what they did, alignment between who they claimed they were and what they claimed that they believed, and then how they actually lived their life. And it takes a little while to find out if someone is in alignment, but then your relationship can be sustainable. And that's way more important than, you know, so superficially kind of covering that longing, you know, the, the quick and fast relationships can, can cover the longing for a short amount of time for, for love and for depth. But depth does take time. I'm not saying it's going to take years. You know, I have clients that have been single for six, eight years, and they, they get engaged within a year. And so it can still happen. You know, Jason proposed to me eight and a half or nine months after we met. So I still think that that's pretty fast. Um, but I feel protective of anyone where it's so hot and heavy that you lose yourself. So nothing could be more important than your connection to your own spirituality and your own connection to yourself. That's actually more important than your connection to your partner, which I know feels like, what? My partner is gonna be my everything. But they can't be your everything if you're not connected to yourself and connected to God or source or spirit or whatever it is that, that you wanna call it. So keep your faith, keep your spirituality, but watch out to see where you might be spiritually bypassing, like saying, oh, but he's okay, you know, oh, but he's really great or he's Christian or he's that. We might be kind of stuffing down our intuitions, stuffing down our instincts and not paying attention to those red flags because we want so badly to be in love. But the best love is love that lasts and grows stronger over time. Even if it takes a little while longer to get to know that person, you're going to really protect your heart. So imagine what it would be like if you could date and meet someone who had similar values and spirituality and faith, but who you could really feel safe around. You could be vulnerable and they wouldn't hold it against you. You could plan great adventures together. You could listen to podcasts together or read books together or, you know, talk about theories and talk about philosophy like I have that with Jason and I love it. It's one of the most amazing things about our partnership, but it's also matched by our integrity and our commitment. And those things, those things are just as important. So yes, I really want everyone to be able to have this aspect in a relationship. And if this is something you struggle with, if you tend to attract men who don't match you or meet you in a spiritual or faith-based way, or men who say that they do, but then they, they leave you hanging or, or they have some, you know, skeletons in their closet, so to speak, or if you're just finding that you're not feeling as comfortable pacing the relationship, then I would love to connect. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love, because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. 
I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free Breakthrough to Love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.